Welcome back to this episode of The Main Street Dish, where we're dishing on all things Disney food and drinks from Pavilions to Pandora, Hollywood Boulevard to Main Street, USA. On this episode, we're dishing on all things Rope Drop Cocktail Club. We're talking about the lounges that we rope drop, how to get a table, what's good on the menu, and the cocktails you need to be ordering. I'm Colin. And I'm Bella, and we are Millennials on Main Street. And I am Bethany Vinton, and this is The Main Street Dish. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. So since it's a drinking episode, <laughs> we're drinking. <laughs> <laughs> and again, we just put a baby to bed. I feel like our recording times have been all over the place, but we're kind of hitting like a yeah. a Friday night vibe, and that totally calls for a drink. It really <laughs> yes. does, though. Especially really after does. a long week. Yep. Oh, yes. <laughs> but what well, are you guys yes. drinking? I am having a pomegranate shawl. Uh, oh, good yeah. choice. It's a little sweet, but it's good. Yeah, it's good. It's good. I found at the Stateline Liquor Store right over the border in Maryland, I found like a whole bottom row of just flavors of Schaff. Um, and they didn't have the it was lemon. Pas- they did not have the lemon. <laughs> I will never find the lemon in my again. life. If <laughs> no. anyone if anyone can find the lemon, please send it to me. <laughs> or tell me where you bought it and I will go there and buy it. Because <laughs> I have been looking for this lemon Shaw for years. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we'll I drove to you. Cherry Hill, New Jersey. I, I drove to Cherry Hill, New Jersey, New Jersey for Mozart. That's so true. you would drive distances for I would. lemon shop. That's true. Um, but it was passion fruit, pineapple, and pomegranate. And so I had to get them so we could try them out. The pomegranate is good. I have not had the passion fruit or the pineapple. Pomegranate is the best one. And I'm, I'm sh- I shock myself by saying that, but pomegranate is the best of those three. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, there we go. I am drinking hard kombucha June shine, but it is a new flavor called passion fruit punch. And it contains pog juice. It has passion fruit, orange, guava, green tea, and kombucha culture. Delicious. You can't go Absolutely wrong. delicious. You can't go wrong no, with that. No, 10 out of 10. It's so good. Just crack the can open. Enjoy. It gives you the Disney vibe. Here for it. I cracked a can open, but I'm getting a fall vibe instead of the Disney vibe because I am drinking... No, are you pumpkin? Portland's Cider Company's Pumpkin Spice. Wow. They just opened a new tap house by us, and this was in the fridge. They were like, it's not on tap yet, but you can get it to go. And it's delicious. I love this. Mm. Wow. It's like 90 degrees out. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> I did see, at when I was at Stateline as well, I did see the Down East um, pumpkin That's cider. That's a good one. It's a good one. And I was just, and I said to myself, I was like, it's not time yet. It is time. But it is time. <laughs> it, is <laughs> it is time. I mean, look, we only have... What, two weeks left of August? Yeah. I know. We're going to be at a Halloween party in weeks, yep. so we I might know. as well just get, get into it. I yeah. know. You guys can. I'm still, unfortunately, not in the pumpkin, pumpkin train. We'll get you some no. other fall flavor. No. That's fine. Yeah, sounds <laughs> good. But speaking, but speaking of Disney, we're going again. Yes. We're going so soon. Yeah. It'll be... Oh, my gosh. A week? A week. When this goes live. Well, I'll be, I'll be down on Monday. You'll be down on Tuesday. Yes. A week for you. Yes. A week and a day so for exciting. you. It'll be great. So exciting. Yeah, we're doing so many fun things. We're doing two meetups, one for Patreons, and we're doing one with touring plans. We're getting Bourbon Bloody Marys. Yeah. So if you're down at that time. September stick, 8th. On, stick to our Thursday. social media, yes. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be yes. on that Do Thursday we, for sure. But We didn't decide a time yet, no. did we? It'll probably be like two, so after park hopping. Oh, perfect. Hop in, grab a Bourbon Bloody Mary with us and touring plans. It'll be a good time. Yeah. We're doing Halloween party too. Yep. That Friday, we're going to go to the Halloween party. We have so much food to try. There's a lot of food to try. We have a lot of dinner reservations. 
Yes. We have a dinner reservation specifically to get Bella what I think is the best cannoli I've had in Disney World. So she has that cannoli. Then she also has the cannoli at the Boardwalk Deli, too. I'm excited for the deli because I really think we should try a bunch of things. Perfect. We're trying it all. I I think we're all, I mean, you because of marriage. But I think we are definitely both, Bethany and I, bagel connoisseurs. Yes. (laughs) I am Jersey by marriage. I'm proud of it. (laughs) And I feel like I've gotten to know, you know, also good quality Jersey, yeah. like a, a good Jersey bagel. I'm just a Boston kid who knows a good Jersey bagel. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I feel fortunate to know mm-hmm. that, but we are going to be tough. And the amount of people that have sent us this cannoli, yes. it's unfathomable the amount of people yeah. that were like, thought of Bella, thought of Bella, thought of Bella. You need I mean, to try this cannoli. it looks good. It so we'll it see, but we'll good. try the whole mm-hmm. menu too. Cause why not? Yeah, exactly. Why not? I mean, and all these things and then it's Finn's first trip too. So like, that's really, that's like yeah. you know, a whole other exciting avenue, but. That's going to be a good, but let, let's get into why we're all here. Yeah. Rope Drop Cocktail Club. I mean, we are all about rope dropping drinks, 100%, <laughs> overrides. hundred percent. Absolutely. That is a culture that we, we can stand behind for sure. And honestly, I like it for two reasons. So we're going to talk about our spots and rope dropping it just means you show up when they open. Two reasons why it's better. The crowds are not as bad. If you've ever tried a rope drop flight of passage, it is the worst. It is just nonstop crowd, (laughs) shoulder to shoulder. You're all standing, waiting right outside of Nomad Lounge, which will be on this list. So one, you don't have that big crowd. And two, rope drop doesn't start till at least 11. So you don't need to wake up early for this. Correct. (laughs) We're here for that. And honestly, the places that your rope dropping are so worth going to and it's worth going to without a line Mm -hmm. when you can grab a seat. Some of these places offer some really good seating. You can grab a seat, you can sit, you can relax, you can take your time. Yeah. A lot of times when people find out about, let's say Nomad Lodge, for example, it's in the heat of the middle of the day and they're like, oh, it'd be so nice to sit at Nomad Lodge and take a break. And they're like, that'll be two and a half hours. Exactly. Or that's not even an option. You can't even get a table. It's waitlist at capacity. Correct. Absolutely. It's just nice. We like a lounge vibe. We like spending time in these specific places and they are absolutely worth getting to immediately when they open. A hundred percent. So you two can be members of the Rope Drop Cocktail Club with us. Yes. So let's start with, I don't know. I'm not going to say it's my favorite place to rope drop because it's not, but it's a solid on this list. It's a solid solid choice. choice, solid choice, but it is La Cava in the Mexico Pavilion in Epcot. This is 1000% worth a rope drop. Plan ahead, get here at 11. Yes. When it opens. I have been first in line for La Cava multiple times. (laughs) 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 And I'm fine with that. But it's one of those places that I do suggest going to early, especially in the last two years, the line would be all the way outside. It's inside of the pyramid that is the Mexico Pavilion. And there has been times the wait's like two hours. I would never wait two hours for a margarita from there. You'll see me skip right over an order of violet sake in Japan. I ain't waiting that long. But if you go at rope drop, the line is super short and they have it moving so quick. Yes. And the service in there is incredible. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You're just getting an incredible experience regardless. If you want to belly up to the bar and get a good margarita, have a tequila tasting, a little flight, you can do that. Absolutely. They're going to give you incredible recommendations. You can also sit. Yeah. (laughs) You can also sit back. And it's a really nice experience to also just sit and chill in there. It's a cool vibe. 
before we talk about drinks, we have to mention the queso. Yes. We, we've oh talked gosh. about the La Cava queso so many times, but having a chance to just sit and enjoy a bowl of queso, it's just so good. Um, but that's worth just rope dropping and getting a seat for queso alone. It's it's so good. And I will say they don't have a, they don't have a lot of food options there. It's 11 a.m. You got to start with a little snacky snacky. It's chips, salsa, queso, guac. That's those are your options. However, the trifecta, <laughs> they're great options. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. But let's talk about drinks. Yes. Though. So, I mean, the one that everyone knows, I think the most like mm-hmm. the, the most iconic drink from here, the classic is the La Cava avocado. Mm-hmm. So we're talking Blanco tequila with melon liqueur, fresh avocado, lime juice, hibiscus salt rim, served frozen and delicious. I think a lot of people get scared away from this drink right. by the avocado, and I think the color, I think gets people a little skeptical. Yeah. But there's not really a taste of avocado. It's not like you're drinking, guacamole. you know, guacamole. <laughs> <laughs> right? It's not. It is actually super melon forward. Mm-hmm. And the combination of the melon with the hi- the sweetness of the hibiscus salt is just such a great combination. Yeah. We're not super into frozen drinks, but this is a frozen drink that I will get every time. Same. I really like it. It does not taste like guacamole. I just feel that avocado adds that fat that makes it incredibly creamy without yeah. like that healthy fat without being heavy. It's yes. not a heavy drink, but you would think it is because it has obviously half an avocado in it, but it is so good. That is a classic and you cannot go wrong with ordering it. It is pretty brightly green. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> it's like St. Patrick's Day green, uh-huh. but like, no, it's fine. Wait, but did, they dyed it for St. Patrick's Day this year. They dyed it even they greener. Did? I have, to, oh my I have God. to show you guys the photo because it is, and we'll post it on social media. It is insane how green that one is. It came to the table and I was, I, I, I can I drink that? Is that, um, <laughs> that looks like it will kill me. Like, it looks like it will kill me. <laughs> defies the laws yes, of nature I'm to yes. you guys right now yes but please they do not joke around but normally it's like a normal nature color of green <laughs> no and yeah i mean you do you do see them just toss half an avocado into the blender mm-hmm. like when they're making it it's just like well there it goes we'll have an avocado but it is delicious it's one of those that i will always recommend someone to try if they're you know looking for a recommendation there i'm just like go try the lacava avocado it's so good it is so green <laughs> I can't, I literally can't <laughs> wait to see this. It's bad. <laughs> With bated breath. Just like. <gasps> oh, oh, wow. It's like slime. <laughs> you know no, what, you know it, what it like reminds me? Slime. Oh, oh, yeah. Nickelodeon slime. Or also Ghostbusters. Yes. Like, <laughs> like that's what it reminds me. <laughs> well. Wow. Well. Wow. That's you definitely drank some side. chemicals. Yeah, yeah. Without a doubt. <laughs> I don't know how it's that neon. It was so good. Wow. But, well. Wow. Mm. That's amazing. <laughs> As we That's digress, amazing. but that and if if you're if you're in Epcot on St. Patrick's Day, it's a good stop. Yes. <laughs> Can't go wrong. Tequila um, on St. Patrick's Day. Come on now. No, it's honestly. <laughs> uh, but they also have really been stepping up their game with the whole smoke gun situation has really just like For sure. changed the game in there. You go and you get a good presented margarita. And I will say they have a Thursday special. They've had it for a while. It's at least one day of the week because we've had the ice cream margarita. You guys tried that, right? No. What? As I was, I was as the words were coming out of my mouth, I was like, I don't think they've had it. Okay. No, well. because we sh- every trip that we had, we arrived on like Friday. Yeah. And then we left <laughs> like Wednesday. It was so sad. Well, 
it'll change this time because we have purposely, yeah. the reason we are in Epcot on Thursday the 8th for our meetup is because La Cava has a drink special right now. It is a coffee margarita, which seems intriguing. They actually like print things on top of it. So I'm going to see how much we yes. have to pay them to get a Main Street Dish logo on the top of it. Oh, oh yeah. Yes. Definitely. I think I could really get behind a coffee uh, at 11 a.m. It's perfect. Mm-hmm, oh, my mm-hmm. gosh. Yes. Definitely. We... The other one on the list that I really do want to try, and I don't think, is it on the menu anymore, the horchata? I don't think it's on the menu right now, but this is me putting it back into the universe for it to get back on the menu. I would really like to try it. Yeah. I love cinnamon. I do, too. Like, every morning that I, unfortunately go to Starbucks almost every morning. <laughs> but same, but continue. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Even though we have coffee at home. But anyway, I get an oat milk latte and I always get cinnamon on top. And it is just, I just love cinnamon yeah. so much. Oh, yeah. And I really, I really can get behind this. See, I'd be curious for you to try this if we can manifest this drink back into existence because it's tequila, but it's also whiskey. I know, yes. I know. Right? But and then horchata, horchata, rum, ha- cinnamon, and cheese, mezcal. It's not heavy on the whiskey at all. Well, I feel like the whiskey will probably just, I, I know I'm not a whiskey fan, but it'll probably just make it look yeah. warm, which which warm. is needed with cinnamon. I really feel like plays that, with the cinnamon. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know. We'll see. I would like to try it. Yeah. So. Hopefully yes. it'll at least be back on the menu, though, because it's a good Christmas drink. It's very like, it is a Christmas mm. drink, pretty much. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The other one on the list that I want to try is the lily, because we have yet to have the lily as well. So I only hear, I only hear good things. It is a delicious margarita. The Lily. It is Casa Dragonas Tequila, which is a woman-owned tequila company, and I can always get behind that. Violet Essence Infusion, Rose Petal Liquor, Cranberry, and Lime Juice. And it comes with this beautiful presentation. They use the smoke bubble that Colin talked about, the smoke gun, and they put this bubble that smells florally without being flowers. And that's how the drink tastes. It has a great floral flavor to it, but it doesn't taste like potpourri. You know what I'm saying? Because I feel like you can really overdo it with rose and violet, and it just tastes like potpourri. Not this. Yes. Yeah. It is really delicious. See, I hate rose. Well, like with a burning passion. But but I'm curious because I love anything with violet in it. Yeah. I know they're both very floral, but there's something about rose that I am just not a fan of. So I'm interested to try it yeah. to see if I like it. Well, you're going to try it. Because that, you're, without yeah, a doubt, will yeah, be gonna, rounds yeah. of lilies going around. I'm not, <laughs> I don't question that for a second. But that's a good one. And it comes with such a fun presentation. I just can't wait to be back there. It, it, La Cava is such an Epcot staple it for me. It's like not a trip to Epcot if I don't go. Mm-hmm. But the reason that it is a staple is because <laughs> number, we always start in Mexico. Because you always start in Mexico. It's the only and way. And we start at 11 and we kick the door down on La Cava. Exactly. <laughs> like, and that is our plan all the time. But it is a great stop. It is a must rope drop. Yes. Lounge because for sure. We'll talk about other, you know, as we get to other lounges, there is no wait list for this one. You can't join a wait list. You simply go get in line right outside of La Cava and they'll take you. And if you want to sit, if they have a table, they'll let you sit. If not, you, you got to order to go drinks at the bar. So, I mean, you can wait for a table, but... It is one that yes. you can't join the wait list in the app. None of that. You straight up have to go to La Cava and get in line. But let's let's hop over to, I think, on quite honestly, my favorite lounge to rope drop. Yes. It is mine as well. Same. Yeah, collectively, collectively. And we are going to Animal Kingdom and we are rope dropping Nomad Lounge every time. I can't even tell you like the last time I went into Animal Kingdom and didn't go to Nomad Lounge. Mm-mm. That is the reason I go to Animal Kingdom. <laughs> <laughs> 
I mean, the food is good there, Colin. <laughs> no, I know it's good, but this is always like I'm literally counting down the minutes on my phone yes. if we're in the park before the time that yes. Nomad opens. And I'm like, we need to go. We need to go. We need to go because we need to be the first people in there. Yes. And I think the reason Nomad Lounge stands out so much is because not only do they have like amazing cocktails, but their food is also phenomenal yes. as well. Yes. They share a kitchen with yes. Tiffins and their food is so good. So good. And the drinks are so good and the vibe is so good. They have a whole, they have a wraparound deck outside yeah. that you can sit and you can watch now the cavalcades, the character cavalcades that are on the water. Mm -hmm. You watch them roll by, mm -hmm. you're sipping your delicious drink. And every drink in there is delicious and everything is great, even down to the garnish. Yeah. And the flavor profile, it's really an awesome, awesome experience. And I think it, to me, it's the best in park lounge yeah. in all of Disney World. Yeah, the vibes there are immaculate. And like Colin said, you need to request a table outside and sometimes they can't accommodate that, but most of the time they're really good at accommodating it. But just to sit there, you hear the music come up. It's in the shade, it's not sunny. So even though you're in Animal Kingdom, which is the hottest park ever, it doesn't feel that hot. And you sit in the shade, you hear the music come up, and then you can like stand up and look at the cute cavalcades that come by and you get to see all of your favorite characters. So if you have kids, this is a prime place to go to too because they get to watch characters and be entertained. Plus they have a kid's menu. So you can't beat that. Do. Yes. Yep. Yes. And they do have an optional kind of sunshade that you can pull mm -hmm. across to for that, you know, for that time of day where the sun is really beating down right. on you or hitting you. You can pull the shade across if you want, or you can kind of tie them back up, mm -hmm. which is really a really thoughtful touch. It's yeah. not like sit and suffer. You're in the sun. Like you can pull the shade over if you'd like. Yep. But the whole left side of that is kind of two seaters that go all the way around. And then closer to the building side on the right, they have kind of those love seat cushiony more type lounge furniture for mm -hmm. the bigger parties. Um, and we've sat in both. Both are very comfortable. Yep. And also, I mean, sitting inside the AC in there is also immaculate. So sometimes it's just so hot and you want to be in the AC. It's a really great vibe inside too. It's, so you really can't go wrong. It's beautiful in there. It's beautiful. We started with food last time, so I guess we can start with food again. But probably we're going to dive into sweet snacks. I know I'm really, really shocking here, but I think the best thing here- 100%. Are the gluten-free churros. Oh my gosh. The best churros in Disney World. 100%. Hands down. Hands down. And you would never know that, like I said, gluten-free churros, but you would literally have no idea no. that they were gluten-free. You would never know. No, nope. I used that cup for cup flour and fooled me because I would have no idea. I'm like, is there a separate option for the gluten-free one or is what I'm eating gluten-free? Because I'm, I'm not sure at this point. And they are in fact gluten-free. That's amazing. And so we have to go back because, because they changed the dipping sauces that come on the side. Which one I'm of them. so upset about this, but. I am too. Okay, thank so, you. So before we I get up in arms. No, I'm already Nomad Lounge. <laughs> so you're, so you're going to make me walk up there. I have two very angry women and I have a baby and we just need to sit down <laughs> in a quiet place. No, but so what they had was they had a vanilla crema. Which they still Which have. was delicious, yeah. which is they still have. And then they also had this whole strawberry situation <laughs> it had like chili Which, in it it had a kick chili in it. strawberry it was so good yes and it, it was a great pairing with the vanilla yes mix that's up. why it was great yes mix you up. had the sweet vanilla and then you had the tart strawberry yep. sauce and for me i always went hard on the strawberry Same. sauce always because it was a great balance yep. with the sweet syrup and then someone 
posted on their story. I don't remember who it was, but someone posted on their story and said, it's now a coffee cream yes. anglaise sauce. Yes. And I literally, I gasped. I, I did think too. I, I was like, I don't even want to go back. out loud. <laughs> <laughs> Lies, but that's, that, that is how no. overdramatic I was at that moment in time. Because I, yes. and I have also heard mixed reviews. People that say it's terrible and other people that says it tastes like tres leche and it's delicious. And I'm like, mm. where are we going to oh. land? But I liked that fruit aspect. It lightened up the whole entire dish and didn't make it seem mm. heavy. So uh, we'll be intrigued to try and we will give a full review. Don't fret. Don't you fret. But, yeah. but walking on the savory side, my favorite thing there, and I am not the biggest seafood fan, but my favorite thing there is the lobster mac and cheese. Mine too. It is direct off the menu from Tiffin's. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's not listed yeah. on the menu. It's listed as maybe even like a seasonal item. Yeah. But again, they do share a kitchen. If it's not on the menu, ask for mm -hmm. it. But one thing I love is that they do not skimp on the lobster here. No. It is delicious. It is creamy, cheesy lobster baked on top, a great crust of cheese on there. Mm. It is so good. It's one of my favorites too. It just, everything works so well together in that dish. Like the little bit of the crust on top from that cheese being broiled and melted to how creamy the cheese sauce is to the mass amounts of lobster that I've always had in mind. It is so good and it is totally worth the bit. And like Colin said, it isn't on the actual menu right now. They do have a specials board when you get to your table that have a list of specials or you can ask your server for it. And it's been featured there every single time, but I think they kind of know people love it and it's a hidden gem there. So you can always order that one. That one is so good. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. good. So, and they use shell pasta, which is like, yes. Personally, I think that's the best mac and cheese pasta. Just saying. <laughs> your Italian is showing, but I, I just think yes. it's the best vessel for mac and cheese. It is. You're not wrong. Totally. Just saying. Just saying. So the other item that we normally will get is the Impossible Sliders, mm -hmm. which has chipotle aioli and comes with a side of yuca fries, which I have never really had yeah. yuca fries before until then. Yeah. And I like them. I do too. They're definitely not a French fry. Definitely no. not a French fry. No, no, don't think they're a fry. I took one bite of it and I was like, <laughs> not where I thought it was going, but okay. No, no. Very starchy. <laughs> yes. You know, very... Yeah, very starchy. But I personally like the sliders. I think they're really like a nice little snack. Yeah. And they have a nice, nice taste. I wasn't mad. They do. But again, like speaking for options that are, you know, again, impossible. Right. We're talking gluten-free churro. Like we have a lot of great <laughs> healthy. Allergy-friendly. <laughs> Allergy-friendly options healthy. here. We're literally yeah, talking about deep fried churros. But okay, Colin. <laughs> <laughs> It, I mean, it used to come with fruit. It doesn't anymore. That's on them. Yeah. No. <laughs> uh, but another item that I will mention is that they do have kind of a miniaturized version of a bread service yes. here. Mm. And it is not quite the Sada bread service. No. I mean, we're not, not quite. At all. It's not at all. But it's still really it's good. It's not. <laughs> but it is still worth getting. It comes with a few sauces and a few different types of bread. Yeah. It is worth getting mm -hmm. it's a perfect match for just noshing along with your cocktail it's a good get especially okay. if you're not looking for something like feeling like a lobster mac and cheese or right. you know impossible sliders it's a nice light bite for you to share with your table it's really good mm -hmm. agreed speaking of cocktails yes oh yes let's go Here's i don't really think you can butter. go wrong with yeah, yeah yeah that's right i don't really think you can go wrong with any of them no personally <laughs> i don't think i've had a bad cocktail but there cocktails get them yep. genuinely i don't think i have either I've loved no. every cocktail I've gotten from there. And they're not your stereotypical Disney cocktails. That 
is an extensive list of a bunch of different cocktails and they are all so unique in a lot of ways. Like you can go as crazy as, you know, the Hightower Rocks, which is the watermelon margarita that I know we all love that actually has fresh oh. watermelon puree in it. So it's a step up from any other like watermelon flavored anything you're going to get in Disney parks because usually yes, that's the Monin syrup. And we love Monin, but let me tell you, if you put fresh watermelon puree in a margarita, it's going to be better. But then you can go crazy, Hands down. like the Night Monkey, which has coffee, simple syrup, and cilantro. So it's all over the place when it comes to cocktails, but somehow they all work. Bowl. That Night Monkey. I love it. Oh, the Night Monkey is so good. It's so good. Dark rum, guava puree, coffee, simple syrup, lime juice with a hint of cilantro. Delicious. It comes in like Delicious. the world's most beautiful glass, too. That I... It is like a force to be reckoned with. That glass is, it's a martini glass, but it's like a supersized one that is the heaviest thing ever. Oh my God. But also, I know I said that the details are great down to the garnish, but even down to the glassware. The yes. glassware here is amazing. Mm -hmm. It's some Pottery Barn level amazing glassware. Correct. It's incredible. My go-to cocktail there is the Spice Trader Classic. It's Really light, really delicious, really straightforward. It's gin, strawberry, and lemon. Nothing too crazy, but it is so delicious. You can't go wrong. It's with a that. really you can't go wrong. It's really light, little hint of strawberry. It's not overwhelming, but I, you know we're on the gin train all the time, so it's mm. a good drink. Yeah, I mean, really, any. I think every time I go, I try something different, mm -hmm. or I get something different. I think at this point, I've had them all. But also, side note, they actually have great mocktails here too. Yeah. And I've discussed the mocktails in Disney aren't the best. There are some places that have some great ones. This was up there. Mm -hmm. It was, I think, my second favorite place to get a mocktail. Very citrus heavy, but still tasted more like a cocktail than most mocktails in Disney. No. So. And I think you make a good point with that because, like, just looking at the menu, one of my favorite drinks is the Jen's Tattoo, which is Kettle One Vodka, Watermelon, Hibiscus, and Lime Juice. They have a non-alcoholic ver version called the mm -hmm. hibiscus henna, and it's mm -hmm. watermelon, hibiscus, lime juice topped with soda water. So mm -hmm. that's your mocktail version, which is so nice to see that in the parks because I love that yeah. drink and my mom doesn't drink. So I could get her the hibiscus henna instead. And yep, see, that is what we need from mm -hmm. more Disney places. Mocktails. Absolutely. Absolutely. They had a really good, you had a really good mocktail there. It was kind of a play on the Annapurna Zing. Mm -hmm. And the Annapurna Zing is kind of um, Nomad Lounge's version of a Moscow Mule because mm -hmm. it's a ginger beer based cocktail and it has gin and passion fruit. And so it's a really great drink. And the drink that you got was mm -hmm. ginger beer and passion fruit mm -hmm. syrup. Yep. And so it kind of had a huge mule vibe. It was really good. Yeah. And it a was. huge sprig of mint in there. It was really, it yep. was nicely presented. So this is absolutely a place to go if you want mocktails too. Yeah. But I think a huge thing to mention there, one of the biggest things that a lot of people don't know about is that if the line gets too long, if the wait list fills to capacity, you can still go in and mm -hmm. walk up to the bar and get any of the drinks to go. Yes. And you can get the churros to go. Huge Amazing. News. Like, why go to a churro cart? when you can get these to go, you know? Exactly. Yes. Exactly. And that is super nice because this is a place where you can join the walk-up wait list on My Disney Experience. So it'll tell you for your party size what your estimated wait time is if you hop in the app and search Nomad Lounge. You also, however, can walk up to the host and see if they have availability because sometimes it will say there's nothing, but you can walk up to the host and she's like, I have a table and you can come sit down. So 
you can always do both. I will also say, I feel nomad is this place that tells me the wait's 45 minutes. So I jump on and I'm like, okay, perfect. Five minutes later, I get a text that my table's mm-hmm. ready. This happens yes. every, every time. time. I don't understand how a nomad lounge, they don't have that together. Because if it were like one time, I'd be, oh, cool. That was awesome. It's every single time. To the fact the first time it happened, I was waiting in line at Flight of Passage because it said 45 minutes. We had a, we had a fast pass. I was like, perfect. Nope. Literally hadn't even gone into the pre-show room and the table was ready. And then when I finally Stop. got there, they were like, well, it's been more than 10 minutes. I'm like, I had to ride Flight of Passage first because you guys told me it was going to be longer. <laughs> but oh but ch- hop on the app and continue to check because they'll, that's like live time availability. So just always hop on it to see if you can join the wait list. Yeah. And one, one of my favorite, I remember one of my favorite moments, I was down there on a trip with just me and my mom. And we were in Animal Kingdom and... We had gone to Nomad Lounge earlier, of course, <laughs> and we were walking around the park and I remember it got super cold and it started to like downpour. And of course we were like, let's go back to Nomad Lounge because it's going to rain. So of course, Nomad Lounge was packed, filled to the gills. But I remember walking in and getting one of the Mustang coffees mm-hmm. just to go, Yeah, which is, I mean, a hot cocktail. <laughs> it just fit. So it's if you're fine. ever down there, it's fine. If you're ever down there in, you know, winter, something gets really cold, you can go in and get a Mustang coffee to go. It's coffee, Crown Royal, brown sugar, butter, and hot coffee. <laughs> and my God, that kept us warm with the walk all the way almost back to the bus. We finished it before we got out of the park, of course, but that was super helpful. I just feel like they can't miss on that menu. It is so no. good. Yep. It's delicious. But let's leave Nomad Lounge because we could probably talk about it for 20 more minutes. But let's hop over to Hollywood Studios. Yes. And let's talk about one of our favorite places in Hollywood Studios. Probably the best place to people watch ever. It's so good. (laughs) It is Baseline Tap House. Yep. Another great one to rope drop. Another one that doesn't take reservations, doesn't have a walk-up wait list. You just get yourself in line and grab yourself a cocktail from the bar and grab yourself a seat outside. Or inside, but... You know, outside's where you need to people watch. Oh, absolutely. Because you see all the people running yes. to rise. Yes. Running and then being mad when it goes down. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it's the best. But it is one of those places that gets super packed. Yes. Yes. It is super hard packed. to find a table sometimes. Yep. Yes. Well, all the time. Hard to find a table. <laughs> Not wrong. So let's talk about food again. We're talking about food first. We're just making it a thing now. Yes. But I think one of the things that we get every single time and i think honestly one of the best deals <laughs> in disney is the california cheese and charcuterie plate mm-hmm. from baseline so you're getting toma farmstead cheese point Reyes original blue cheese sonoma goat cheese chorizo salami cornichons grapes and toasted baguettes amazing for for how much ten dollars yes but for ten dollars <laughs> that is a steal because i've had the one over at Hollywood Brown Derby Lounge, it's double the price. It is not near as good, in my opinion, for double the price. I would expect more out of it. But for 10 bucks, it's such a nice, light, snacky thing that's so easily shareable. It is a go-to. Absolutely. Agreed. I think my only issue is there is not enough bread. Yeah. I'm a big bread Same at crackers seeds. and cheese kind of gal. <laughs> but that's why you also get the pretzel. Yep. <laughs> So you get the the board and you get the pretzel and then your carbs are covered. Yes. And that so. pretzel is so good. You know, you know the go-to if you've heard. We need a shirt that says that. Did you know that the pretzel from Baseball <laughs> Dab House is the same one as Bongo Bongo and the Germany Pavilion? 
But this one excels because it comes with beer cheese fondue and spicy mustard, and it's the cheapest one out of all of them. Mm. Yes. We love that. Love it. We... And that spicy mustard is really good is on the good. cheese as well. It, so, it is good. Just saying. If you prefer one or the other, you can ask for two sides of beer cheese instead of mustard, though. But mm-hmm. I agree with Bella. You should get the mustard because the mustard is delicious. Well, yeah, and because... use it for your charcuterie plate. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> when you go, you're going to get the pretzel and the board. Yes. <laughs> you're going to use the mustard for the cheese. Yes. And you're going to use the pretzel also for the cheese. <laughs> just saying. That's just called saying. Bella's hack. <laughs> Bella's baseline tap house hack. <laughs> yes. Load up on carbs mm-hmm. to go Honestly. with your cheese. Honestly. But yes, you'll need all the carbs for the drinks. Yes. <laughs> you will. And there's one more menu that I I mean we should touch on, but this is this is more of a not get. Don't order but it. But this is one that I have never had. Good. Nah. Good, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you don't need to Thank try God. it. Thank God. Thank <laughs> God. Unless tough meat and soggy put pastry is your thing. If that's your thing, that's your journey. We're happy for you, but it's not our journey. <laughs> it's not ours, no. We're talking about the coffee rubbed ribeye beef puff. With olive salad. Maybe it's better, but no, it's not With better. olive salad. <laughs> I've had it twice recently, and both times it sucked because oh. people recommend it to me. And I tried. I'm like, this is not good. What? No. This is not good. No. There's, no. Just get a pretzel. Just get a pretzel. Also... Let's talk about this for a second. It, they have a charcuterie board, mm-hmm. then they have a pretzel, and then they have this ribeye p- beef pup. Like that is so out of. It, it doesn't even make sense. Agreed. Why is it in the? Why is it on the menu? Agreed. The other things are like your nice little snacky snacks, and this is something they got to put in the little oven in the back. Like, yeah, you need a fork and a knife. Yes, a hundred percent. I'm just saying. I don't think you should go there and get that Agreed. because it doesn't go with the vibe of the place. No, Agreed. not at all. But speaking of the vibe, let's talk about the drinks. Yes. <laughs> so, Bethany, let's talk about your favorite drink here. Yes. Which I know it's a tap house, but it's not beer. <laughs> I always <laughs> go for, there is a strawberry hibiscus soda on tap right now. And I always order it with Tito's. You can get it with anything, gin, whatever. They have a full bar, so they're easy to modify. You things. can get it with gin? Yes. We'll get that for you next. Don't worry. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I ordered it that way last time I was there. It was delicious because I had run into somebody and they had recommended it to do it with gin instead. So I d- I'm pretty sure I did and it was really good. But it's also another one that they say to you, do you want to make it a double for $2 more? And I can't say no when they ask me that. I'm like, duh. $2? $2 and it'll make it a double. Yes to it every single time. That's a Disney steal. It is. As far as booze is concerned. 100%. So that's my go-to. This soda used to rotate on tap, but it's been the strawberry hibiscus for a while. So, but it's a good one. Strawberry hibiscus sounds great. Yeah. Stephanie on Instagram recommended that to me one time, and it's been my go-to ever since. So thank you, Stephanie. Bless her. We met her in uh, Hollywood Studios that one time. Oh Oh, my gosh, yes. But the focus here is craft beer, because it is baseline tap house. And they have a large selection of craft beer on the list. And I will say, I am very judgy about craft beers. I don't think any of the craft beers on the list are, like, super hyper-local. And, yes, some of them are bought out by InBev. And if you are a craft beer person, you'll know exactly what I'm saying. However, Uh they do have a lot of good options, like a lot from North Coast. And North Coast is a great brewery. Yeah, and I think something good here is that you can create a flight. I can get a flight of four beers, five-ounce pours each. Uh, for $12. That's a, I mean, oh, that's pretty good. That's, that's a pretty good deal. But again, it's not like you're getting anything 
you're not, you're not getting four crazy selections. You might try one beer that you've never had before, but I mean, like Sierra Nevada is pretty. I mean, that's like the, the start of whatever was craft brewing in the country. Absolutely. But they do, if you're not a beer drinker, they have the sodas on tap that you can Mm -hmm. add booze to. They also have wine on tap. Mm -hmm. They have a Cab Sav and they have a Chardonnay right now. And then they also have the Ace Space Bloody Orange Hard Cider. Which is so good. Very good. Which is normally my go-to here just because I do want something a little light, a little fruitier. And it's a delicious hard cider. So you do have options here. Don't don't worry about the non-beer drinkers because you got options. Yeah, and they have cocktails on tap too. They have the margarita and the California sunset, which is just vodka with SoCo and orange juice. But so good. Yeah. You you can't go wrong. If you want to drink, and they have a full bar too, so live it up your best. You don't have to drink beer in order to go here. But remember, you're getting the pretzel and the charcuterie Correct. with the spicy mustard and the beer cheese fondue. And then you're going to park yourself at a table right outside and enjoy people watching because that's the best thing to do. Oh, it's the best. Probably the best place to people watch in Disney. I think I sat there when I was on this last trip like in May where I was working and I had some solo time in the park. I probably sat there for two hours. <laughs> Like, no oh my joke. gosh, yes. I, like, had a nice chair facing out, looking right at everybody walking to Star Wars, and it was amazing. Yes, like, absolutely. I'm never leaving here. <laughs> All right, but we do have we do have some other um, mentions mm-hmm. here that we want to bring up, and some that we've talked about before on this podcast, so we're not going to go too in-depth. But one of the lounges that is absolutely on a list of recommendations for rope dropping is over at the poly Mm -hmm. and it is trader sam's grog grotto this is one of the hardest bars to get into in disney you gotta plan ahead unfortunately if you want to enjoy this place and it is absolutely worth a trip are we going every time ourselves No, no. no because honestly it's a little bit of a hassle if you don't get there before it opens to get your name on the list but there are definitely ways around it. We talked a lot about Exciting. it in our monorail bar crawl episode. So if you want a lot more information on it, you can listen to that one because we do dive into the drinks that we like and all the interactive fun things that happen in there. If you don't plan ahead to get there when it opens, you are going to have a long wait yeah. to get in. Yes. And it opens at 3 p.m. So get there by 2.30. <laughs> and wait in line yes. at 2.30. Exactly. Yes. One of the other things to note about Trader Sam's is that it is not, you know, Nomad Lounge, you're rope dropping it, you're going to get sat at a table and you're, you know, there's only one table in Nomad Lounge that you're going to share with other people and it's very rare that you sit there. Mm-hmm. But Trader Sam's is, they open the door and they say, everything's open seating, find a place to sit yeah. and sit down. If you can't find a place to sit, stand. So it's not like you're going to, you know, wait right. and get sat at a table. Yeah. You're going to be sharing with other people. And you're going to wait pretty much no matter what time of day you go. If you show Correct. up at three, you're going to wait. And it could be a two-hour wait. So it's definitely, that's why we say show up there early. Another thing to note about Trader Sam's is that after 8 p.m., it's 21 and up. So yes. bring the kid before 8 p.m., noted for our yes. next travels. <laughs> <laughs> the other place we will mention that is also along the monorail bar crawl um, is California Grill. And... Definitely a different situation right now with the prefix menu. And actually, honestly, it makes the bar a little more desirable right now mm-hmm. because it is the only place in California Grill that you do not have to get the prefix menu. Mm-hmm. But this is absolutely a place that you're going to want to get over there, 
They open at five o'clock. So you're going to want to get there early and put your name in and just say you're interested in sitting at the bar and you can go up. I mean, delicious drinks, some delicious plates and amazing views. You can't go wrong, but it is absolutely worth the rope drop if you want to have, you know, a classy good time up there yeah. and not have to order the prefix or get a reservation. Yep. And you can watch the fireworks if that's the time of night you're there, if you go a little later, but you always can bring your receipt back and still go watch the fireworks, even if you only sit at the bar. So it's a good thing because who's going to ever say no to those braised beef wontons? No one. They're so good, but they're on the menu. No one. It's a very limited menu, but it's a great place to, to grab a drink, especially if you're headed over to Magic Kingdom. You just get such good views. You can't go wrong with it. You do. And I can I can honestly say that amount of times I've been up to California Grill, we've been to California Grill a lot of times. The amount of times that I've been up there and the bar has been full yeah. is pretty few. Yeah. Um, pretty few. So just get yourself over there. If you're interested in going, you can go. I'll be very curious to see how it all works when the prefix menu ends after the 50th anniversary concludes. If we get our beloved California Grill Lounge we, back, we if better. we get that lounge seating, we better. But that's a whole other, <laughs> that's all other situation. But it is worth it if you want to go there to rope drop that as well. It's time for a hot take. We need another theme song for hot takes. Okay. <laughs> Do you want me to sing it? No. <laughs> yeah. It's time for hot takes. I'll just do snaps in the back. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> Love it. All right. This one is sent in by Becky. So let's hear it. Aikens of Magic on Spaceship Earth is infinitely better than Harmonious. Oh, wow. Wow. And as an Illumination stan, I will agree <laughs> with you. I, I, I don't. I actually. Nah. Okay. This one's got me torn because I actually agree in a lot of ways because I think that Spaceship Earth, the Beacons of Magic there perfectly plays with what existed already as it was Spaceship Earth so we didn't add in all the like ridiculousness that is harmonious all those barges and everything it was just an upgrade to Spaceship Earth without ruining it. Like agreed. Harmonious has ruined the Lagoon and I said what I said but it's <laughs> I, ruined it yes. during the day it's an eyesore to look at it Agreed. is. It's the Stargate and the and the taco floats, and it's just too much to see. But I feel like it means a lot when I look at Spaceship Earth and I see it now with the Beacons of Magic, and I think, why have you not been this way the whole time? Exactly, though. Yes. And God bless you, Zach Ridley, for <laughs> God bless you for doing the Lord's work yes. there, Bella. What are because it, it's amazing. What are your thoughts, though? Because I want to hear it. Because I think I have a way of persuading you. So go ahead. Hmm. <sighs> I don't know. I just don't think they can be compared. Yeah, one's like a nighttime Personally. show and one's like yeah, some lights. E yeah, exactly. I do think that if they made the Beacons of Magic into a nighttime show, like if they somehow had that, because like there's all that space in the front of the park where technically you probably could stand and watch Yeah, with some fireworks and things like that, like I would think that would be definitely better than Harmonious. Yeah, I think you'll like it to this time because Beauty and the Beast is the show that's on there. It's not a nighttime show. It's just the quick right light show. But I get what you're saying. And but I think I think your opinion will change when you see Beauty and the Beast because you're a sucker for Beauty and the Beast. So this is this is you very are. true. I am. But, I am. But here's here's what I also think. And I agree. I mean it's like comparing apples and oranges. I mean yeah. they're not they're not cut from the same cloth, but they are both listed as 50th anniversary upgrades yeah, right. or changes to Epcot, True. right? Yeah. Um, so I think I really, 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 really enjoyed Harmonious on paper. I did too. When I heard about what was happening, when I read about it, and 
I really think that it just got super Disney washed. Yeah. <laughs> and I do not enjoy it as much as I, the idea of it, I thought I would. And mm -hmm. coming from someone who Illuminations was my childhood, it was my everything. When I think about Epcot, I think about Illuminations. I still listen to the soundtrack because it's one of the best Disney soundtracks ever. The thing I don't like about Harmonious is that it could be played in any Disney park. Yeah. Aside from aside from the languages, which I do love and I do appreciate, I think Illuminations was distinctly Epcot. It was the it could only be played in Epcot yeah. because it played off of Epcot so beautifully and it was a unique sound. This is essentially like it could have been projected on a castle too. Yeah. And that's what I don't like. But I do think that the Beacons of Magic on Spaceship Earth is really thoughtful. Mm -hmm. When they play with the festivals like Food and Wine with it being Be Our Guest, when it was Festival of the Arts, it was Rainbow Connection and the Muppets. I thought that was super thoughtful. So I do think that there's just a little bit more thought. It makes more sense to me than Harmonious does. I agree. I'll get off my soapbox I now. Love no, no, I agree. <laughs> I, I I love the soundtrack of Harmonious. I think it's great. It's epic. Me but too. It is To great. me, what kills it is the barges in the middle of the day. They're just not cute. It literally yeah. okay. is staring at a Jumbotron, and I just can't get behind it. It has ruined that view of how beautiful the lagoon was to look out on the lagoon and see all those countries represented. It was such a nice thing to look at, and now it's just an eyesore. And I mm -hmm. also, what I hate about Harmonious is if you're not standing at like the entry or Thank standing you. in Japan, Huge. your show is going to suck. Like it sucks. Yes. It's not good. Yes. No, it's yes, not good. and before Illuminations played with all the countries. It yes. had all the lights and certain parts. Like that was my favorite part. Yeah. When all the countries lit up. When you could point at the country. Yes, like yes, that was my favorite oh my God, part. Yeah. And you could just you were looking around. You were taking like everything in, and you could see across. Yeah. Like, yes. you know, you didn't have these eyesores in front of you. And I yep. think that that is definitely. When you were standing in the UK, you like waited for the America Pavilion yes. to light up. Yes. Yeah, you know, it was exactly. such a cool moment. Yep. And exactly. then the globe kind of floating out to the center. Right. It brought everyone's attention. I mean, unless you were standing like in the random section of Norway behind all those trees. Right. Like you, yeah. <laughs> you were going to have a great show. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I do think that that's what Harmonious is missing. Mm -hmm. It's, you know, now we're we like, yeah, you, we're staring at a screen. Yeah, we're, yep. we're just if we're lucky enough to get a good spot. <laughs> yep. Absolutely. So, and I don't even Absolutely. love that type of projection, not to like be a hater on this one, but it reminds me of Rivers of Light when, you know, how they would project in the water and it's not always the most clear thing. Like yeah. that's the center ring. It's not always like the most clear thing you're staring at. Mm -hmm. Just my Correct. thoughts and opinions. <laughs> Just my thoughts. But, I mean, I do have another hot take that Harmonious is better than Enchantment. Oh, I don't really know yes. If that's, I, don't, I don't think that's a hot take. But, like, do I hate Harmonious? I don't hate it. Because I think yeah. I do like it way more than Enchantment. I hate The more I see Enchantment, the more I hate it. We watched it the other I day. Do. Like, right after watching Happily Ever After. And I was like, this no. is terrible. No. Not, yeah. I do actually like listening to the enchantment, the You Are the Magic. Like that part I do like yeah. the whole like you've traveled from so far and now you're here. Yes. I do really appreciate that. But then everything after that, Angela Bassett, I'm here for. Yeah. I'm here for the drama. All the drama that is Angela Bassett. But the Bassett. soundtrack ain't it. No, no. it's not it. Nope. And I, not I it. fully agree with you. I like the progress of the two songs from going from Happily Ever After to You Are the Magic, where it was like, you're the key to unlocking your own magic in Happily Ever After. And then we got to Enchantment and it's like, you are the magic. And I think that's a great progression of a storyline. But why does the yes. show so terrible? I'm intrigued because they were testing projections of Walt on the castle the other day at like one in the morning. Yes. So hopefully that gets added in. But 
I will say that that is the one thing when they had that. I don't even know what Epcot they called forever. it. Oh yeah, Epcot Forever. The only good part about that show was when Walt, his voice, yeah, was in it. And I'm surprised that they don't use Walt in at all. At all, like they or should Roy. use it. In, yeah, yeah, they should use it in Magic Kingdom. I mean, yeah. To be honest, that's where they should use it. So I'm, I'm intrigued to see Same. what they end up doing with it. Yeah, I hope it's good. I hope it's not just like, but also a let, little thing that they added on at the end. Let's take. We love taking bets on this show, but let's take bets. Is Happily Ever After coming back? Yes, after 18 months, I guarantee you it's going to be back. I it has to. What, I would bet money that it's coming back. has to play out its entire bit. And I actually think that because Jordan Fisher has been tweeting about it all the time. I think he's yes. in on Disney PR. Like they are playing this to make it seem like it's like like a thoughtful thing that it came back. I guarantee you he's in on it. He knows. Oh, I, I guarantee bet. you he knows it's coming back. First off, that's like a great paycheck for him because he's obviously getting like royalties off that. So great. Oh, yeah, but, for sure. Um, I think it's I do not think it will be back before the end of the 50th celebration, though. No, they can't do that so because they made after, such a big deal. After New Year's. Yeah. Yeah. They made such a big deal about Enchantment. They're not going to no. just be like, oh, never mind. Let's let's throw, you know, we're going to end it four months earlier yeah. or whatever. Remember, but... remember back in the day when that Facebook rumor was like, we heard about how terrible it was and we're bringing back Happily Ever After. Oh, my People God. started losing their mind. I was like, you do realize they have ordered fireworks specifically for enchantments for like they or they made them whatever they do for months months yeah. oh yeah they can't months, just get no. rid of that show no no but, no the amount of money yes but is harmonious going away not anytime soon it won't go at, i won't go away at the end of 18 months no no that'll stay for sure yeah i will say it'll probably be a short run i'd see it like five to seven years yeah i don't think it's like it has caused as much controversy yeah personally so no. I think that it's just kind of like there. And when you compare the two, it's yeah. better. So, yeah. <laughs> Proud member what of the Enchantment it? Hate Club. I hate You're the president, I think, of that. <laughs> I have been how many times? The last time I went was when we went yeah. in December. That is crazy. That's crazy. And I'm not sad about it. I used to go to Happily Ever After every single night. I would scrap whatever I was doing at any other park and I would go to yes. Happily Ever After. And I'd usually be at the Tangled restrooms. <laughs> That was oh my, my spot mm-hmm. to watch the, it. The way we sprinted out of Trader Sam's because they started happily ever after early. Oh my that was God. Rude. The last night we that were there. That was rude. But I left my bag in Trader Sam's. You we did. were that desperate <laughs> to get out there to watch it from across the lagoon. It happens. It happens. But that's how much we loved yeah. it. So Disney. Yeah. But that was it. That was a great, that was a great hot take. Sparked a good yeah. conversation there. Thank you, Becky. Thank you, Becky. We love you. So that's it for this episode of The Main Street Dish. Be sure to follow us on all our social media. You can support our show by subscribing to us on Patreon. For now, this is Colin signing off for Bella and Bethany, and we will see you next time.